वेलकम टू आर ए पॉडकास्ट वंस अगेन दर्सिफिकेशन ऑफ पोएट्री पार्ट टू वेन एलियट सेज आफ्टर द कोलोन गिवस द इम्प्रेशन दैट इफ यू नो द टेक्निक सम डे इंस्पिरेशन वुड डिसेंड एंड गिव योर वर्स द लाइफ दैट इज पोएट्री द सोल ऑफ रिदम श्री औरबिंदो whose writings you are going to read in another course wrote can only be found by listening into what is behind the music of words and sounds and things he admitted that the intellectual knowledge of technique helps provided one does not make of it a mere device or a rigid fetter Aurobindo appears to be in agreement with Eliot but they appear on the surface to place the emphasis a little differently Aurobindo points out attention to a technique comes only when a writer is so busy with it that lie becomes indifferent to substance but if the substance is adequate the attention to technique can only give it greater beauty It is in my view Aurobindo went on a serious error to regard meter or rhyme as artificial elements mere external and superfluous equipment restraining the movement and sincerity of poetic form meter on the contrary is the most natural mold of expression for certain states of creative emotion and vision it is much more natural and spontaneous than a non metrical form the emotion expresses itself best and most powerfully in a balanced rather in a loose and shapeless rhythm the search for techniques is simply the search for the best and most appropriate form for expressing what has to be said and once it is found the inspiration can flow quite naturally and fluently into it in different words though eliot and aurobindo appear to be in agreement about the place and utility of the knowledge of versification in the writing and by extension for us the study of poetry in english prosody meter scansion what is prosody that part of grammar which deals with laws governing the structure of words is called prosody it encompasses the study of all elements of language that contribute towards acoustic or rhythmic effects chiefly in poetry but also in prose ezra pound called prosody the articulation of the total sound of a poem however we know that alliteration the rhythmic repetition of consonants and assonance repetition of vowel sounds occur as much in prose as in poetry besides assonance and alliteration rhythmic effects are produced in poetry as well as in prose by the repetition of syntactical and grammatical patterns However compared with even the simplest verse the prosodic structure of prose would appear haphazard and unconsidered meter and matrix meter measures the rhythm of a line of words the word inita 
derives from the Greek word metron which means measure. Traditionally meter refers to the regular recurrence of feet. According to the Hungarian American linguist John Lotz 1913 in some languages there are texts in which the phonetic material within certain syntactic frames such as sentence phrase word is numerically regulated such a text is called verse and its distinctive characteristics meter metrics is the study of meter a non metric text is called prose in the words of samer chatman 1928 meter may be defined as a systematic convention whereby certain aspects of phonology are organized for aesthetic purposes in order to find out where the accent falls we scan a line like any convention chatman's goes on it is susceptible of individual variation which could be called stylistic taking style in the common meaning of idiosyncratic way of doing something scansion in general parlance to scan is to look intently at all parts successively radars cause particular regions to be traversed by a controlled beam In prosody scansion refers to metrical scanning of words when a unit of words a foot a line or a stanza is scanned with the help of symbols the meter can be seen as well as heard we make use of a few symbols in order to scan a passage in words and sometimes also in the case of case of prose the symbols are shown below slash the acute accent purpose metrically stressed syllable u the brief purpose metrically weak syllable a single line purpose division between feet a double line purpose sisura or pause in the line a arrest a syllable metrically expected but not actually present what are the types of meter there are basically four types of meter they are syllable stress or accented syllabic meters strong stress meters syllabic meters and the fourth quantitative meters let us discuss each one of them one by one syllable stress or accented syllabic meters the smallest unit of meter in poetry is a foot a foot in prosody is a pattern of phonetically stressed and unstressed syllables the four principal feet found in english words are illustrated below we have the iambic meter where we have the brief and the acute accent used almost in every word the brief comes first and then the acute accent like appear 
बी होल्ड अटैक सप्लाई अपियर बी होल्ड अटैक सप्लाई सो वी सी द ब्रेव देन द एक्यूट एसेंट ब्रेव एक्यूट एसेंट ब्रेव एक्यूट एसेंट ब्रेव एक्यूट एक्सेंट नाउ द सेकेंड वन इज द ट्रॉकी मीटर वेर वी हैव द एक्यूट एक्सेंट कमिंग फर्स्ट एंड देन वी हैव द ब्रेव where acute accent is more stressed syllable and the brave is the weak stressed syllable let us see tiger holy upper grandier so in tiger we are seeing that tai is having the more stress g it is having the less stress that is why it is the trochimeter tiger holy upper grandier so we see that the trochi is used using making use of the acute accent first and then the prep now we will go for the anapaste anapaste meter where we see the brave brave acute accent in each word in the words which uses this meter so there we see the weak weak stress again the weak stress and again the strong stress understand colonnade reappear so we see the first two syllables are having the weak stress and the last syllable is having the strong stress that is why it is the anapaste meter understand colonnade reappear now the dactyl meter where it is the complete opposite of the anapaste meter where we will see the acute accent first and then followed by the other two syllables following the brave that is a strong acute accent then we have the weak weak stress weak stress like desperate messenger property infamous so these are some examples of words using the dactyl meter now besides the four major feet the spondy and the pirhas also occur as substitutions in a passage or verse some theorists also admit the amphibrach the amphimaker and the tribrach into their scansion however these are rather uncommon in english poetry syllable stress meters got established in english in the poetry of geoffrey chaucer 1340 to 1400 after him for about 2 centuries in the syllable stress meter fell into disuse or was misunderstood it was only towards the end of the 16th century that the syllable stress meters got reestablished 
Now we will scan a passage of each major metrical type and then leave a few stanzas unscanned for you to scan. After having scanned them with a pencil, you may compare your scansion with those scanned at the end of the unit. The iambic pentameter number one, where you can see with ravished ears, the monarch hears, assumes the god affects to nod and seems to shake the spears. So these lines are written in the iambic pentameter. The five line stanza above is in iambic diameter. However, the concluding line is in iambic trimeter. The rhythmic scheme is A B B A. So that much for now. Now let us look into the most common measure of English poetry. What is the most common one? It is the iambic pentameter. It is generally found in two distinct kinds. The unrhymed variety called the blank verse and the rhymed variety called the heroic couplet. As epics concentrated on a typical hero such as Achilles and Aeneas, they were generally called heroic poems. Dryden and Pope translated Virgil 70 to 19 BC and Homer 9th century BC respectively in the rhyming couplet. It became the dominant meter of late 17th and 18th century poetry. Hence the meter began to get their called heroic. The restoration playwrights in trying to transfer epic grandeur to their stage made their characters speak in heroic couplet. The effect however was grandiose rather than grand. The heroic couplet reached perfection in the hands of Alexander Pope. So let us scan four lines from his essay on criticism 1711 when ajax strives some rocks vast weight to throw the line two labors and the words move slow not so when swift canila scours the plane flies over the unbending corn and skims along the main. The lineups are in regular iambic pentameter as you may have guessed except the sixth which is in an hexameter. An iambic hexameter line is also called an alexandrine. In the second foot of the fourth line we noticed an elision that is omission of a syllable in pronunciation 
Thomas Norton 1532-84 and Thomas Sackville used blank words for the first time in their play Gorboduck 1561. Below is a specimen. Let us hear. The royal king and eke his sons are slain. No ruler rests within the regal seat. The heir to whom the sceptre longs unknown, low Britain's realm is left an open prey. A present spoil for conquest to ensue. The regimented uniformity of the iambic pentameter lines in these communicates monotony and as poetry it is lifeless. Christopher Marlowe 1567-93 about whom you have read changed all this by varying the accents introducing the medial pause. That much for today. We will begin again with Christopher Marlowe's poems in the next podcast. Thank you.